Welcome to another 1905 podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm back. Did you miss me? No. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, actually, no, of course we did. I didn't listen to your last one yet. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Um, <laughs> didn't miss much. Oh, well, <laughs> I expect Rick had a lot to say. Um, Slagged you off quite a bit. Yeah, I bet he did. He's such a twat. Um, <laughs> but, but where is where is he? Yeah, he's not here because he's been punched in the face again, and not, nothing even to do with me. So he's got a swollen face. He can't talk, and he probably looks like Herman Munster or something. So that's karma. I think the donkey <laughs> might have hoofed him one. Yeah. Um, tonight I am joined by Ash. Hello, everyone. And Jordan. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, he's on a slight delay, so you'll have to forgive him. Um, He's got a dodgy internet to make up for Rick. uh, Wi-Fi while he's off. (laughs) No, yeah, I'm using. I borrowed his Wi-Fi whilst he's off on holiday. (laughs) Did you get Uh, donkey free with it as well? Yeah, no, I did, mate. Yeah, (laughs) more like a Shetland pony. A Shetland pony. That's because that's the only size that uh, Rick can deal with. Um, <laughs> and Jordan too. <laughs> they, share, they, they share midget horses. Shetland ponies. They look like shy horses to me. They do. They're just mini <laughs> ones. Um, right, we're obviously here to talk about the Aston Villa game. Last game of the season. All high hopes. Thinking, you know, Ooh. after Arsenal leading into the FA Cup and that not really going too well, we were. I think we were all hoping for a fairly decent game, weren't we, leading us into the final at the end of this week? But, um, well, I mean, I haven't even prepared anything. I have been really busy, but I could have prepared something. But I just thought, I think we're going to talk about all the controversial things and then it might be quite nice for us just to lead on to how we're feeling about Saturday. Uh I'm going to run through some very basic stats, um, which I don't think are very good reading, if you want me to be honest. Uh, We had 71% possession, 23 shots, seven on target, two offsides, four yellow cards, and a red card for Asby. But it's only because he wanted to go down the tunnel to check the scores quick. Um, Good lad. all right, I'll start with you, Ash. General feeling about that game on Sunday. So just to, I, I guess, respond directly to the stats you've kindly just presented to us there. Thank I think you. we can all agree the same thing. We're fucking wasteful. Um, we, we, we create plenty. So all this about we don't create enough chances and we, you know, we're, it's just we're not clinical. We need a goal scorer. Uh, but also we are a tad unlucky. Um, whether we're making that worse for ourselves, I, I don't know. That's a question, really. Um, but we do seem unable to convert our chances. Uh, I think on expected goals, and I know it's a fucking weird stat, but actually on a game like this, it gives you a good understanding of why we lost. I think on an, on expected goals, that game's 3-1 to us. So, you know, we just did not put things away. Um, all in all, it felt a bit flat. I think the problem with this team is that you get the impression that when there's a feeling amongst fans, there's the same feeling amongst players of 
this ain't our day or everything's going against us. And I think that was that that stall, stall was set straight away. I still don't understand why they had 2,000 more supporters than we were allowed at Leicester. I, I, they, they've got a capacity of an extra like 1,400, 1,300. I don't understand how that extra 1,300 means they can have 2,000 extra fans. If it's done on percentages, that don't work. So they got a massive home crowd. To be fair to them, Villa are always good fans. Mm. They they do they do get behind their team. They are allowed um, allowed. Oh, support. they did their job before we'd even and they walked out onto job. the pitch. Pitch exactly by yeah by delaying the fucking team coach. In. Well, um, no, but not even that. Just uh, booing at the minute that we the team come out. out. It, yeah, yeah. It and that was and they that definitely got onto the ref. They definitely got onto the ref because within seconds or minutes, he shit himself. Grealish had a probable yellow card, possible sending off. Yeah. He got told next. The, the, if you read the lips, like the the ref told him, you, like I know it's early, so I won't book you. That's your first one, but no more of that. Otherwise, I've got to book you. A few minutes, ten minutes later, he did, did the same again. Went in rash on Mount, which could have been if he'd connected, would have been a red card, straight red, no yeah. doubt about it. So it was reckless, dangerous. Should have got at least the yellow. Got to talking to again. No other single player was afforded a warning. Yeah. All game. Apart from Greenish, got two and then still proceeded to not get I think before you go into that, I just want to find out Jordan's general feeling because I felt like first half especially, we had created enough chances and it was more about us. And although we had let them into the game in some capacity, it actually didn't, we looked the most likely to score, which is probably where this expected goal thing comes in. What did you think, Jordan, in general? I think I thought we we did okay in terms of creating chances, you know, like your general stats proved that, you know, the possession game and how many shots we had, seven on target. We just we just can't it's a it's a running theme throughout this uh since well, this since took over. It's a running theme that we can't finish our dinner. Mm-hmm. We've had one game like we spoke about before the podcast that we've scored over two goals in one game. Yeah. But the reason we pointed out that out, yeah. just so that people know, is because the last time we, well, the only time we scored over four goals uh, under Tuchel was over us two. watched it together. Uh, so we're, we're all watching the final together on Saturday, so we're hoping that's good omens. Yeah. <laughs> what did one you... Thing I just, sorry, one thing I just want to say as well, um, take nothing away from that goalkeeper, Martinez. He's had a fucking cracking season. Oh, he really has. And, I think he showed it again. Season last season. Yeah. He had a cracker yeah. season last season and it still could. <clears throat> but Jordan, so, do you... Fair play to him, but... Jordan, where do you think, really, though, to have, like, three shots and seven on target, like, it, they're not all being saved, are they? Let's be honest. No. A lot of them are blocked. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, like Ash said, I find, you know, there's a small percentage that we are unlucky, but then a majority of it, we, I'm sorry, but I don't know what the fuck's going on in the training field. Because, yeah, like, back in the day, you had, like, stories like fucking Lampard staying behind shooting for an hour or two. Do you know what I mean? Look where that got him. Yeah. Does that, does that, you think they just call time on the fucking uh, on the pitch on the on the training course and fucking well, phone? It's funny because they've done three live training sessions so far since two kill took over, and every single one I've watched, they, I've never seen anyone shoot. 
Mm. So I don't know if it's happening. Um, yes, just, to, just to directly uh, address that, Jordan, um, Frank did say like uh, when he was in charge, players would stay afterwards for shooting practice and that. And um, there was uh, John Terry, um, an old John Terry, you know, I can't remember if it was a player of the year or what, John Terry was speaking about Frank Lampard and he said, after training, everyone would go in, Frank would stay out and shoot. Yeah, and one by so one, scary. each session, someone else joined him and then another joined him. And in the end, you had all the lads outside carrying on training. Tuchel, you asked Jordan whether they just pack up as soon as he calls time on training. Tuchel said he doesn't want them staying afterwards because they don't need to. They're professionals. He doesn't, he doesn't think they need to stay and do any extra practice. He stopped it. Well, I think I think uh, I think since he's took over, there's every need. They should be demanding they stay beyond for at least half hour and do some shooting I think, drills. I think if you use the manager of that team and you continually watch from the sideline, see the players that should be fucking banging them in, and they're just going wide or they're getting saved or they're being blocked and they're never really you know troubling the keeper, you'd think yeah. right. We're gonna have extra sessions on shooting. Yeah, I think that's I, I the think thing. That... I think it's gone from having very few chances, but at least having more on target. To as we've just progressively gone through this season, but the, the the shots are getting remarkably higher, and but we're not the, the ratio between that and them being on target is nowhere near now. <clears throat> yeah, I think... and what about? Uh... Sorry, go on. How were how were Villa's stats compared to ours in terms of shots on target? So they had six shots, three of them on target. Right. So they had so this is this is again a problem with Chelsea, right? Whether this is luck, whether this is something else, they had three shots on target. One was a penalty. So let's take that out of the equation. They had two shots on target, one was a goal. Yeah. Now for the past two years, we've been the team where you only need one sight of goal and you score. Even with Kepper, with Mendy, whatever, it seems to be that way, particularly at the moment. So, yeah, we were so you know. sure that we tightened up our defence and that things were looking quite good. However, we obviously have had we had Tiago out for a bit. Um, Christensen's obviously not been around. That has that upset the balance of the of the back four. I mean, we've had to play. Well, we haven't had to at Tuchel's choice to play uh, race at centre back recently. So. You know, is that is that a factor? I, don't, I, don't, I know we said on, in the last pod that, um, you know, re, we're trying to make a, a versatile team in terms of playing recent centre back and stuff. But I don't really, I don't want to see Aspi right wing back again. You Not when we've just, got Callum. No, no, and I uh, agree yeah, with I just, that. I think he should be the right centre back out yeah. in the pet in the three. That's it. Ironically, just I mean, we can get into formations a little bit, but uh, Reese James finished the game in centre midfield and he was better than Georgi and Kovacic. That's not a surprise, That's is it? He, he played there for the whole season on the Wigan, yeah, he did. No, it no, wasn't the whole season, but he did play there when they when their backs were against the wall and they were fighting relegation. That was they that moved was him. where they preferred him, is actually oh, yeah, he scored their goal of the season, didn't he? From, from uh, yeah, and it was a fucking banger as well. I think, yeah. uh, I think Tuchel taking off both of Corgi, uh, was a massive <laughs> sign to me because 
I didn't think either of them were any good. I'm obviously not the biggest Georgie fan anyway. I'd really, I just don't think I'm clever enough to understand what it is he does, maybe. maybe. Yeah, That's what he says. I think, sorry, Jordan, go on, mate. I said I can't do another season with them two in our midfield, mate. No, yeah. I think I, I think I could understand. Obviously, Kante, he'd had a knock, hadn't he? I can understand. There was probably no point. My slight concern going into the final is that then he hasn't had a game. Um, or anything. Kante. But yeah, but I was about to say, it's Kante. He comes back yeah. and can do Kante things, and he'd still make everyone else look good. Um, if Kante operates at fifty percent, we're fine. How did uh, how did we feel about um, our? Disallowed goal because apparently Asby was offside. What are you laughing Jordan. at? Oh, to see if Jordan wants to take that first because I know I'm going to talk forever about everything. <laughs> no, you go first, please. You go um, first, bro. For me, it was uh, just a last last comment on the Georgie and Kante thing. I think, well, like we've said on this pod before. Um, Georgie's that quarterback type player and he needs blockers, he needs players around, he needs Kante without him. Please don't refer to this as NFL, please. We did in the last pod. So don't care. I wasn't on it. Um, so don't don't do that with me around, please. But he's that but okay. I'm gonna start he's, calling it soccer. But there you go, he's that sort of player. That's that's not football. He needs he needs <laughs> a protector. It's not football. Um but the the offside goal, again, I think we you know, I, I was reading there was an article produced about a year ago about Raheem Sterling. He, he scored the goal that was disallowed for offside, and some like actual fucking scientists had looked at it. And um, based on the rate at which he was running, uh, they deemed he was not offside when the ball was played. But because of the rate, the rate he's moving is quicker than the rate that the like screen camera moves at or whatever. Um, and I think that that is when the ball's played, I think there's all these marginal calls. And when the ball's played, it needs to be a goal scoring part of the body. Without that, it's fucking pointless. It also uh, it also needs to be measured correctly because it wasn't the game on Sunday, it was the previous game. So it was like Leicester, wasn't it, at home? Um when the ball had already left the foot, it, there was a clear daylight between my point, yeah. the foot and the ball. And then yeah. it, it, it's deemed that you're offside. Well, no, I'm sorry. The but ball's already been played. Running quickly into position and taking advantage. It's no point. You can't take advantage if you wait. You can't and take Vern advantage. Yeah. Vern is quick. So and, I just think uh, the, the thing with Asby, though, I think what really pissed me off. Was and and what pisses me off about far and well, not necessarily far the people in charge of it is that if you have to fuck around with a line that much it's not clear and obvious. If you're well literally said. trying to find a toenail offside well or a piece of hair, then I'm sorry, it's you can't keep making these calls on such fine margins. It's well, and there's been other teams, ask, so let's be fair, that have actually if, been on the shit end of the stick of it as well. If I can ask you both a question here, right? That Asby offside goal against Villa, had that ball come through to Asby eventually and he had scored it with the body part that was measured as offside... It would have would been... The, would the goal have counted? No, because it would have been no. handball. Would have been handball. Exactly. Your T-shirt line, if he scores it with his fucking arm... He's offside. Well, it's like my mum always says, if you wear a long sleeve shirt, 
Like, does that mean you can? Because they keep talking about shirt sleeves. Well, it's a ridiculous. It's it's a ridiculous point of action to work from, in my opinion. Well, I just think I would been off the whole entirely. I'd rather go back to abusing a linesman than yeah. than than people in a protected room miles away. Well, before we actually talk about any of the goals, that just leads us nicely on to Asby sending off because. Uh, as you've rightly said, Ash, earlier in this pod already, Grealish had been given multiple warnings and hadn't seen a card. And shouldn't have been on the pitch. Asby comes along and just tickles his shoulder. And the, the honestly, I think the boy's still in the ICU. Um, We've sent flowers. Oh, good. Um, yeah, we want to make sure he's all right. Um, but I just think, <laughs> even with that, it's just like right. That was looked at by the ref and deemed a red card. It was then looked at by VAR and deemed that it was a red card. Grealish, and yes, okay, you can't go on a player's reputation or anything like that, but there has to be an element of you looking at that and Grealish and thinking, did it warrant all that falling around? Probably not. And as some of our followers have said tonight um, on, on our post about the Aspies red now being overturned, Rightly so as well. Ridiculous call. Um, you know, you get to the point, though, that players end up having to be dramatic and making, like, you know, making a meal or something to get something to go their way. Now, that means to be rude, but that's Grealish every week. And more often than not, he gets it. And then you're looking at that, and he's managed to get our player sent off. I mean, what time was that sending off? I can't even remember. Eight, it was 88, 88 minutes, I think. Okay, but still, enough time when we had five minutes added on. To, we were pushing for an equaliser. Yeah, exactly. So it kind of killed everything at that point. And I did feel at that point, you know, we probably could have got an equaliser, even though we technically did, because that first one shouldn't have been offside anyway. But We should yeah. have also had a handball if we're talking about oh, decisions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go on. They, literally, second time in a week like, against Arsenal, same thing happened. Against Villa, I, I think it was going in. I think it was going yeah. in. And it hit his hand. Didn't even get so, looked at, though. Didn't get looked uh, at. Apparently, it did. Apparently. Oh, but uh, everything else gets shown was, to us, though. But it was such a quick review, the referee didn't even stop play for it. He just got told in his ear, now carry on. It because was that it wasn't... quick, because they were all in the pisser at Stockley Park again. Yeah, probably. Um, so the, the the fact that that red card got overturned, by the way, so it was sent off for violent conduct because he hit Grealish in the face. That's what the referee's report said. <laughs> right? Referee's report had said that. But if he had reviewed, and apparently Stockley Park did review it, well, the reason it was overturned today, rescinded, is because um, our appeal said that it wasn't violent conduct. He was He'd just fallen over. As we had just fallen over and was getting up, and you tried basically tried getting up without that arm. He was leaning to his left, and he put his hand out for something to stabilise his yeah. arm, whether it was on the player, whatever. He put his arm there to stand up. Regardless of what what was going on, that wasn't enough contact or violent. It was never, never, never violent. Or you dangerous. see, worse never. when the fucking corners being taken. Yeah. Everyone acted around. Yeah. That's not yeah. normally against he, us too. He acted less he acted less um what's it called? Uh like hurt when the Birmingham fan punched him in his fucking face. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, I'm going to say this. Yeah, on the where was he? Well, we right? could have had. We could have told him been being in the stadium. I'm sure, lots of. Fully understand why he did it. To be honest, yeah. this is infuriating because I think right, Jack Grealish could have an an incredibly bright future ahead of him. Whether he stays at Villa or goes away, he's going to be a good player, and he is a good player. But and because Jordan used the word on the last pod, and because it's end of season, I'm going to. Right. He's just a cunt. Yeah, he is a cunt. <laughs> Isn't he, Jordan? Proper cunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got he's um, got he's got three seeds from us. He's yeah. airing always, mate. <laughs> Don't be upset. He's air annoys me, his face annoys me, his antics annoy me. And everything, but he's a good football player. No, but it, I'm sorry, me. but it, do you know what I think? I I think it fully takes away for me for any kind of talent he's got. It takes away from me when you act like a fanny every week, falling yeah, over, second, look at and, oh, thinking he's Steve Claridge yeah. with his fucking socks. No, Jordan. Look at Neymar, how sick he is. But look at it, what he does, you know. But yeah, I just think it takes it away. It takes it away I, from him because you end up just thinking they're a cunt rather than actually appreciating what kind of footballer they are. And this is the thing, like, for English fans, you know, we've always been fans of a bit more of a physical game. Big, strong defenders, yeah. I don't and, mind um, physical. Simply, that's the thing. I wouldn't have minded if Asby smacked him in the face and he no, went on the it, floor. No, that's what I mean. I mean, sorry, I mean physical as in he should, just, he should be getting up from all those challenges. If he's come like, through academies and he's played football in the Premier League or in, in English football, he ain't adverse to having his legs hacked down at a few times, is he? So, you know, it's no. not he's not being attacked on a weekly. I, I can Dave. see that people might target him because he is such a fanny. But I just, it, I think it, it's the same with Salah. Can't stand him. I think I probably would think he was a decent footballer if he just cut out all the bullshit. But... We just seem to have one. Well. well, yeah. But I just it just annoys me. And I think, you know, Asby being sent off like that was just a joke anyway. For it now to be rescinded is great. It means he doesn't miss the first three games next season if he's here. But if he plays, yeah. Well, yeah, but at the same score, you know, that's justice been done. But if you Oh, I just honestly, the whole thing just annoys me. I think we need to sack off all the refs. I don't think I've seen a good ref performance all season. Ever, ever since the Super League, we have had so many more decisions go against us in the we Premier League. We weren't the Cup. only ones that were involved in that, though. And no, but we're the only ones that were still others. paying for something. We're the only ones that were still paying for something. The decisions that came against us and they love were Liverpool against Arsenal against Leicester so they got no that you know if if Leicester were top four or part of the Super League or something then it would be an interesting debate but Leicester you know didn't get top four and aren't part of the Super League Arsenal I don't know what are they 14th 15th I don't even look anymore because I know they're shit um but (laughs) (laughs) but I'm gonna tell you they are actually eighth they were eighth well Arsenal finished eighth yeah um (laughs) I mean, give Arteta the key to the city then, Jesus. I think, I, I do want to sort of talk about um, <laughs> things that were surrounding Sunday as well. I think I think we can safely say, we don't, it wasn't a good performance from us. 
at all. Yeah. We we let Villa into the game and we punished ourselves in that respect. Um, and their goal was fucking lucky. And their goal the was ground. lucky. Yeah. They, but, uh, and but, of course, Traore. But and of course, Traore was always going to be the one. It was and, always going to be the one. Exactly. Exactly. But we had to watch Martin. out for him. Zonal marking needs to get in the bin. Uh, yeah, it does. And I have to say, I was not happy Sunday. All I kept thinking was, as funny and as amusing as it is, that Tottenham Hotspur sealed our Champions League final <laughs> for us, uh, it's place for our next season. Yeah. I can't help but feel like, not only do I still think that is tragic as fuck, it's even more tragic that they tried so hard just to be one place above Arsenal, because that's all their season boiled down to. They sealed yeah. themselves this Europa Conference bullshit B-Tech European competition to get us Champions League like security. <laughs> and, and then you're thinking to yourself, and now we actually feel like we should be grateful for fucking Gareth Bale. But it makes you laugh, doesn't it? Because only it could only happen to Tottenham. The year we won the Champions League, we dumped them out of their first year of qualifying. And it's just like, but that annoys me more than anything because that game, that one game, well, actually, the Arsenal game, the Leicester game, like all of these games were in, it was in our hands to do so much more. And we end up with that kind of performance on Sunday which we'd already complained about with Arsenal before the FA Cup final and how bad that was. I need to ask this question, and I'm sorry, but this is how I feel. I'm not happy with Tuchel. I think he's done bare minimum when it comes to the league. And then to come out and tell us that we've lost the FA Cup because that's not our number one priority, but top four is, and then still not be able to what I would consider pick the correct team or um, be able to galvanise them. He sat a lot on Sunday on his seat. The most I saw him do anything was when he ran off at half-time down the tunnel. Do Is there an element of blame on Tuchel? Because I don't see that 11 players can be that shit when they haven't been showing themselves as shit. Jordan, I'm going to you. Lions he makes a lot. Makes a, he makes a lot of changes all the time. And I think there's too many yeah. at times. And I think that fucks us a lot. Like, don't get me wrong, like, if you have to make two or three a year in there, whatever. But I don't know. He's, like... <sighs> we had a struggle time with Lampard on doing that with an inconsistent lineup, And mm-hmm. it's still continuing. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, um, right? Because last season it was deemed apparently that top four wasn't good enough, even with a transfer ban and even losing Eden Hazard. And that ultimately, apparently, was one of Frank's downfalls. Well, we all know that Frank overachieved last season. So if just being devil's advocate, we get into two finals this season, we lose them both, and we only scrape top four. Thank you to uh one of our rivals, what happens? Are we all now going to say, oh, well, you know, he's not had long enough, but he's had long enough now with this squad to put out what we would consider a best 11 or an 11 that would fit the opposition? Ash? I think it's very... I don't think it's cut and dry. I think there's a lot of things to consider. Um 
I actually tweeted after the game from a personal, uh, who do we get to replace Tuchel? Oh, did and, you? <laughs> yeah. And with, with enough, you know, Spurs are looking for a manager. Arsenal, will they stick with Arteta? Who knows? Um, I don't think we're going to be, you know, afforded a wealth of, of top managers to choose from. Um, Conte could be ending up at Spurs, worryingly. Um, ah, I'd nah, him, nah. Well, well, I'd have him back in a heartbeat, but I just don't know if... I, I think I can understand on one hand people saying, give him time, give him a, a pre-season transfer. And let's not forget, right, Frank didn't really get a pre-season last year. We played one game, one pre-season game. So, you know, we, we undoubtedly this season and the way things have played out, it's been very harsh on Frank. I think what is apparent is we probably don't have the squad that maybe some people think we do. Um, the, I guess maybe Tuchel, it feels to me like he thinks, oh, we could be Man City and chop and change every game without a drop in quality. Um but we can't because we don't have the I same level of I think we said that just once this season. I can't remember what game it was. No, but I, no, we, but I think he does. I think that's what he's trying to achieve. And it's a great thing to achieve if we can do it. But we just do not have the same level of squad depth. We've got young players who are finding their feet. We've got new, pe- new kids or players who are young and have moved to this country finding their feet in this country. Isolated from their family during a pandemic as well. Like, I think a lot of things have gone on. And the other thing I want to play, just, you know, to play devil's advocate, right? Motivating the team for an FA Cup final, right? So the Arsenal game before the FA Cup final, we lost, right? These players have got to play that game knowing there's an FA Cup final coming soon. If they feel like they should be starting... Are they going to commit 100% knowing an injury would prevent them from playing at Wembley? In the oh, showpiece? no, bollocks. I'm not having that. I don't no, know. I'm not I'm having that. devil's advocate. I don't know. But I'm wondering if the same was true at Villa. The Champions League, it could be, in some of these players' careers, it could be the only time they get a chance to win the European Cup. It could be. I'm sorry, and but if you, if, if you cannot motivate a group of players to be in I'm a cup a final no, no, and no, not I'm win not it... I'm not saying a group. But I'm No, no, no. If you, even as a footballer, cannot motivate yourself to secure <laughs> the targets personally, yeah. then I'm sorry, there's an issue with our entire squad then. Not entire squad, but a number of players, which sets the mood for the, the for the game. Are you telling me? Are you can you honestly say that Jorginho and Ziyech aren't potentially saving themselves for the Champions League final? Because it fucking looks that way to me. Well, I wouldn't say that either of them deserve to play. Well, would you play with Kante? Kovacic ain't match sharp. He's proven that past couple of games. Billy G, stick him in. I bet he has a better game than both of them. Billy combined. Gilmore to be our Ryan Bertrand. Yes, please. Oh, I'd I love would, it. He's I would trust him. Yeah. He's proved it against Liverpool in the FA Cup, mate. Yep. Against a year ago, though. Has he played enough since then? Well, then that's uh, that's <laughs> on the manager, isn't it? If he keeps if he keeps persisting with the one, he seems to love Georgie. He's become yeah. like he seems to love it. It doesn't matter what he does. He should be. He should be hooked a lot of the times, and he hasn't. It's been. funny. It's funny how the most expensive players always seem to play in it. It's almost like the club are saying, "Oh, they cost us a lot of money. Make sure they play, so we can at least sell them for a high value, or they come good." 
Mm. I just think if there's something tragically, tragic, tragically wrong if you can't, if you, if the, if the number one target, as Tuchel said, was top four, that you can't get there yourself. Ben Chilwell had it right after the game. Fair play to him. He turned around and said, "We made it, but it wasn't our own doing." And I love that. I love yeah. that. I love Benny Chilwell. And I think if you can't be, if you can't be in that moment in an FA Cup final and raise yourself to win that game, you, you might as well not have got there because. That shit mentality in my eyes. You don't go to it's worse to it's worse to get to a final and lose it than it is to not get there. And if and if that's your centre mid who's reluctant to go into 50-50 challenges because he doesn't want to miss a Champions League showpiece, he doesn't want to get injured by McGinn, who's had an outstanding season at Villa. Mm. It, you know. Well, let's let's now move forward then. We've got a little bit of time left. I want to know what your feelings are going into Saturday, Jordan. Um, do you know what? I'll be deadly honest, guys. I I don't really. I don't know. I'm not really excited for it. Are you not? Oh, it's, look what Tuchel's done to you. Yeah. It sounds really bad. I'm not even excited. It don't even feel like we're in a fucking final. It's a, like a it's massive a European final. Cup final, mate. You've got I, to be excited. Well, I have to be honest. I'm I'm well, excited yeah. about but, it. Like, same as birthday, same as Christmas. I, you don't up until the day, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe on Saturday whilst I'm in London dock, yeah? Mate, if, and I'm fucking... Going, if like, I only oh had three Christmases God. in the past finish. fucking 12 years... Go, go on, Jordan, finish what you're saying. When you're at London dock on Saturday... On Saturday, and I'm feeling prepared in my mind and that. Maybe I'll be excited, but it's Tuesday. We've just come off of a stupid fucking defeat where Tottenham... I fucking hate them. I actually wanted them to win for the first time in my life. Mm, yeah. The so ones. they could, so we could get top. Four. And like, do you know what I mean? Like, just, I don't know. I, I if you ask me this question on Friday, maybe but right now, I couldn't, yeah, I'm not really excited. People um, can at me, but I don't care. Go on, at Jordan, if you think he's been a cock. Um, <laughs> no. I, wanted, I wanted Tottenham to lose. I always want Tottenham to lose. And I worry. Top four is just going to paper over some cracks. Now. Well, it is papering over a lot of cracks. We didn't get there, get there ourselves. My, my feeling for Saturday at the minute is I am actually excited. I'm looking forward to it, but more because you guys are all going to be round and we're going to get absolutely hammered. Um, but I think, and it's just because it's the occasion. But if if I'm basing my feelings yeah. on Sunday, I'm not going to lie. I don't think we've got a fucking hope in hell. And I hope they prove me wrong. But I already congratulated City in advance on my uh, Twitter because I just I don't see if that's the mentality of these players now and if that's how they play football, I don't City are going to annihilate us, and I genuinely think that. Ash, I don't make it short though. I, uh, this is the, you know we, we are Chelsea and Chelsea is fucking unpredictable, and at the moment the form book suggests we're going to get our asses handed to us, but. We love upsetting a form book. If a team ain't won for 13 games, they come to us and they win. You know, if if we need... Who, who expected us to beat Atletico Madrid 3-0 on aggregate? Who expected us to beat Real Madrid, you know, on aggregate, 2-0 on aggregate? That's, no, the only no, thing, that's the only thing going for us is that our Champions League form has been so much better than our league form. So it's the only no, thing beat, hope beat, I'm clinging on to at the moment. We beat Liverpool in the league. We beat City in the league. It's the games we're expected to win where we actually seem to fall down. And I think a lot's riding on this final. A lot of players know that it's their only shot at the Champions League. Some players know that 
this is early in their careers and they've lost every final they've played in so far. So I think there's so much riding on it. I'm, I'm excited. Of course I'm excited. It's a European Cup final. It's what I dreamed of since I was a boy. And to be in this situation three times in 12, 13 years, it's nice. And to me, it does feel more like 2012 than 20, 2008 because, you know, I felt like with Balak and fucking Essien and Lampard, like we were destroyers. We destroyed everyone in our path. And I went into the game feeling like we could beat Man United easily. Like we could beat them in one Maybe game. Maybe it's better for us to think that we can't do it then. We seem to look like the better team when our backs are against the wall. And Pep well, would have given it no fault. And we are being considered as the underdogs for this, which I prefer. I don't want to go into this with everyone thinking that we're going to smash them because it'll end in heartbreak. I'd much rather err on the side of caution, fear the worst, but hope for the best. If anyone from the Premier League can beat City in a one-off game, we can. Well, yeah, we beat them in the league, but this is going to be a different beat. And the FA Cup. This is Pep's uh, first real opportunity. So We beat them in the FA Cup semi. We beat them in the league. Hmm. We'll see. And Pep's, been, Pep's, Pep's turned around in an interview and said he only needs one chance with Man I, City to win I actually it. don't want you to convince me. I'm happier being Mrs. Um, negative Nelly. And Oh, we're going to lose 8-0 then, are we? Yeah, that'll be the one. No. We are Chelsea. Oh, Come on. Chelsea. And just to say quickly, Rick is going to be in Porto, which is amazing. And um, we did have a little joke before the pod, but I felt like it should be aired. That we said we were gonna we were gonna speak to him on Sunday when he comes back, all right? Regardless, like just about the atmosphere, and even if we won like eighteen nil, I reckon his response will be when we ask him how it is, it'll be ah well, it's all right. Yeah, it was all right. You know, the fans were happy, and I got drunk. <laughs> 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 and then he'll make up some bullshit and want everyone to agree with him and then we'll tell him it's not even fact and he'll go oh no it's not is it I'm, I'm going to blame the donkey you make a, a very good point <laughs> you yeah, make yeah, a yeah. very good point and on that note Rick we do hope you have a lovely time um, love you mate enjoy uh, so yeah we'll see you after the Champions League final Keep the good, luck, flag. good luck 